Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy 4-Way. This is Season 1, Episode... What is it? 8, I think? I have no idea. I think... Uh, wow, it's actually a good memory. I think it is 8. So, uh, we are backing at it again. Schedule's kind of kind of nuts, so we are recording here t- on Tuesday, October 18th. So, two games have already happened for this game week 12. Um, so, I am Vince, as always, joined here by... My best friend and fantasy guru right now here, uh, Sam McClenny, flying. It is. It is still early, still early, but yeah, things <laughs> things are looking good. Hopefully, hopefully top 100k by the end of this game week. Currently there, but it's still early. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. So I'll go first. Uh, we'll just talk about our teams. Um, I think Aaron's roughly around like one million right now. Or maybe Somewhere around the top there, million. yeah. And, and Greg's, Greg's, you know, toiling he's away. playing the game as well. He's, he's toiling yeah. away. Um, but uh, I'm currently right around three million. I can't really shake that three million rank. Um, just feel like Ben in and around there. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not really that unhappy with my team. I think my team's okay. Um, you know, there's a couple Kukurea and Parasic I'd want to get rid of, but I had other fires I had to take care of, so they kept getting pushed to the back burner. So, outside of that, though, I mean, I feel. I don't feel like I'm doing anything too wrong. It just kind of, you know, Holland not getting anything against Liverpool was surprising with the way Liverpool have been playing and the injuries they had. But classic Pep in a big game just overthought it, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And, I mean, Pep going to Pep. So he, he, honestly, of like the elite managers, he might be the worst big game manager of like the elite, elite managers. I yeah, think. he he just like loses a lot of the, I think, micro situations and he doesn't adjust or if he does he waits way too long to adjust like if something's not working for him he will stick to it until he pretty much has to make a change because he's chasing a game which at that point it's usually uh too late but yeah if you look at kind of city's recent matchups against elite coaches i'm trying to think the last one he won like truly he lost, won he lost against conte he lost klopp did they, he, I don't think he beat Klopp last year, right? I don't they think beat, so. They tied and I think Liverpool won. That... Yeah, I think. Um, I think yeah. they, I know they drew the game in April. Like they drew the game, right in, in April. But either way, like I know they've won like FA Cup finals, but it's not like, the same. No, it's not for a yeah. team like City. An FA Cup final is not like. He just he, his his record. He's he's someone you want for a season, but big games, man. It just yeah. And in the Champions League, he's just been consistently outcoached. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, still around three million, but not. If I had an awful team and I was just like ripping it up and frustrated, that'd be one thing. But I'm not really that down about it. So, you kind of we alluded it to you. You're right around top 100k right now. Yeah, I'm at uh, 92,000 right now. So pretty good um had a had a good day today for me zaha returned and then i also had dunk and he returned so i mean that right there those two alone having two eight pointers when you include bonus points puts me pretty high up on game week rank especially you know when you ignore all the fake teams that just bring in whatever however many players off the teams that start early but um yeah overall looking good and then you know i'm fielding a full 11 this week which is also nice when did it, and could do that without taking a hit so um you know pretty confident of hopefully ending up around 100k by the end of this but you know it's still early yeah. uh we should probably say who the rest of our who our teams are oh yeah so 
this week I have um, five three two. I have Pope and Goal, Perisic, Trippier, Kukurea, which who I want to fire into the sun. <laughs> Emerson, Gahey. Uh, having a Chelsea clean denied two weeks in a row when they got a clean because my defender got subbed off at halftime between Reese James yeah. or not Reese James Reese James came off the bench yeah he came off and the then bench Kukur- and then Kukurea getting subbed at half which is he hurt or was that tactical I don't know I that might have been tactical but I know he's been dealing with like illness and stuff I I don't know our, our team's low key kind of walking wounded right now with everybody, yeah. but I, I, I never really figured out what that was. But I know Potter today in the uh, presser, I don't think he said anything about Kukurea being injured. So I would assume Kukurea is going to play because he's not in your first 11 for Champions League, and I'm assuming y'all are going all out in Champions League. Oh, in a week. That's Never mind, that's in a week, so that's not an issue. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back five. Parasites, Trippier, Kukurea, Emerson, Gehi, Gehi with the one-pointer. Way to pick up the yellow card there at the end. <laughs> and Palace not keeping a clean sheet against Wolves. Fucking Wolves. Like, how do you not keep a clean sheet against anything? Yeah, any a pretty poor else? Wolves team, too, from yeah. for all intents and purposes, from what yeah. I saw. But Well, yeah. and honestly, Costa should have scored, like, what, 10 minutes into the game, if that. So Yeah. Uh, midfield of Suns, Aha, Andreas. I could have gone Mo. I went with Sun just for my heart. Not like Mo's the better pick, but I just wanted Sun, and that was a one-week punt anyway. I think too, I I went Sun over Mo because it'll be a lot easier to get rid of Sun than it will be get rid of Mo. Um, and then I have Darwin, Darwin and Mitrovic up top, Captain Darwin. Um, that's another reason I didn't go Mo is I I'm ha- hoping Darwin can kind of cover Mo. I don't think I realized um, you Captain Darwin. That's I like that. Yeah. So um, did a minus four. My moves were uh, James Tagehi. Uh, KDB to Sun, and then um, Jesus to Darwin, who I capped. So very nice. What about you? Uh, I had. Um, I'll start with my transfer. I, I made. I had two transfers, but I only went with one. Um, so I went with Paqueta to Zaha. So pretty positive transfer. And then decided not to make another change. One because I could field eleven without using it, and then two just given like. We're at that point of the season. Teams are playing twice a week. We have injuries. I'd rather just have the flexibility, um, especially when I'm kind of thremium right now. If I want to really make a change, it's probably going to require me transferring one of my premium players out. It's not guaranteed, but there's a good chance of it. And so I want to leave two so that if I need to do that, I can do that in one game week. So um, right now I have Pope and Goal. Trippier, Gehi, Dunk, and Emerson in the back. Andreas, Mo, Zaha, and Bailey in the midfield. And then Kane and Mitrovic up top with Mo having the captain's armband, um, which initially I thought was going to be a differential, but uh, apparently I was misguided there as his ownership is now at like 105% effective. So um, there you go. Not enough uh, people join the FPL Twitter bandwagon of getting uh, Captain Trossard against uh, Nottingham Forest to make Mo the differential. Yeah, I... I, yeah. I never liked that. I, I was like, Brighton are not good enough to warrant captaining a player. I'm just sorry they're not. Like, yeah, it's just like, the, Brighton's kind of a tease. Uh, I mean, I felt good about the clean sheet from them, and then after I started watching the game, I felt even better about the clean sheet from them. I mean, but... 
Forrest was literally, they, I mean, I think the commentator, I don't know who it was that even said, they were playing like a 6-3-1 at the back for the last like 15 minutes. They, they I mean, you want to talk about negative football, they were doing absolutely nothing to push forward. Um, I, I think I feel for Steve Cooper because I think too many player, way too many players were bought. And I think it's incredibly difficult for him to get like a settled eleven. Yeah. I I mean I also don't think he's a great manager, but I also think that's a very difficult thing to do to manager than just be like, here we got this money, let's splash the cash and bring mm-hmm. all these guys in. So they're gonna they're going down. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. So, um, but yeah, so we're a quarter of the way through the season here, um, and we're getting ready to come up to the World Cup, and so I guess kind of Sam with where you're at just kind of what are your what is your strategy here for the last few weeks you kind of alluded to the fact that you know we have games coming fast and heavy especially for the top uh you know for uh city liverpool tottenham and chelsea um arsenal man united have europa league but they should have those groups wrapped up or man united i don't think will but arsenal have their group wrapped up here shortly and then west ham are also in the conference league but i think they have their group all but wrapped up if not already wrapped up Mm -hmm. so yeah. What are kind of your thoughts for handling the next few weeks? I, mean, I think for me, it's just like, what, we have, we're in game week 12, so we have four more weeks after this before the World Cup. Um, I think just like not overreacting to anything pre-World Cup. So, again, I could have made two transfers this week. I didn't need to, so I didn't. Uh, not chasing differentials. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going for differentials, that's for sure, especially relatively high upside low risk like I think your sun pick is a high upside low risk for the most part um and you know I think just chasing differentials to try and catch up still when we're not even going to be halfway through the season by the time the world cup comes around just uh, a, a little misguided so for me it's just kind of sticking with what I'm doing it's worked so far um for me I would just like to be in the top 100k by the time we hit hit the World Cup, uh, and I think with my lineup, I should be able to do that. Um, I think the other thing for me is just having flexibility. You know, we've had a bunch of injuries hit a lot of teams, and so I think being able to manage those transfers and manage changes to the lineup without having to take you know too many hits. You know, you might have to take a hit at some point, but. Um, just being able to manage that is really important as well. So valuing transfers, um, which I think I've done a pretty good job of this season. So for me, that's kind of where I'm going. Um, but again, I, I think I have the luxury of, again, saying this from being like 92,000, which, again, this early in the season is a good place to be. Yeah, I think you kind of alluded to it. I think I would say if you're in the top million right now, there's no reason to get too aggressive or too risky, unless you're just that type of player. If that's your style and you're always like that, yep. I think that's perfectly fair. Sure, sure. But, you know, if that's not your the type of player you are, then there's no reason, I think, if you're in the top million, you know, I think you have plenty of time, especially when a lot of people haven't used their chips. Not that the chips are too impactful, but, like, this world card with uh, this wild card with the World Cup will be big. Um you know, for people getting guys, because it's not just about, I think the mistake some people make is they'll be like, oh, this guy was informed during the World Cup. Well, yeah, but if his team makes the semifinals, he's probably not ready ready to go on Boxing Day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think the last few weeks, the priority, I think, is making sure you have three city, three arsenal, which is yeah. what navigating the game week 12 was so difficult. Those are clearly the two best teams from a fantasy perspective. Um, and probably in real life at yeah. this point in the season. Agree. Um, 
Tottenham are a very good team. Like, I, again, I I love the idea that they're bad. Like, people rip, rip them apart like they don't play good, and it's literally the best start in the Premier League era for Tottenham, and they've lost one game. Like, they're on pace for over 100 points. Obviously, that's not sustainable, but, like... <laughs> it's just... You're not, mean, if it, everybody's it's just like, obsessed with arsenal because it's arsenal and then there's the holland obsession too that that's just what's driving and tottenham are winning every game one nothing two nothing which is very conte yeah. one nothing two one grind it out worked when he was at chelsea so yeah i mean we're literally perfect at home like we've like we won every game at home like it's been very solid so mm-hmm. um but they're not really great from a fantasy perspective aside from kane who just returns <laughs> just seemingly gets six to nine points every week. He's only had one blank the entire season um, so far. Um, he would be the talk of FPL if it wasn't for Holland yep. in terms of its consistency. He would be the premium that everybody would have. So, um, but yeah, Chelsea are kind of a wonky, like a mess, not in the sense of they're bad or disorganized or anything. It's just kind of from a fantasy perspective, it's kind of a mess, right? Yeah, it's just, like, they're a work in progress, and, like, I think from both, like, a real, like, world soccer perspective and then a fantasy perspective, it's just, like, there's nothing pretty about it. And so, as far as, like, fantasy assets go, especially now that Reese is hurt, I I mean, I know there's probably a lot of love for Mount right now, um, which I, I think he is just like a pure asset is good but if you look at the schedule the schedule is about to get a little bit tougher and in general i still think it's way too early to make any sort of claim about where chelsea are as far as top four aspirations or as far as how consistent is this and how sustainable is this I mean, right now you would say, and obviously things can change, players can get injured, we don't know what the World Cup will do, but right now you would comfortably say that City, Arsenal, and Tottenham are going to be in the top four, and it's, it's Chelsea, Liverpool, United. United's distant, but like United has the horses, mm-hmm. if they can get it going, for sure, yeah. that are that are fighting for that fourth spot, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, the thing for one of those teams is they got to make sure they get it straight if they want Europa League, though, because I do think a team like Newcastle is lurking right there, too. Um, and that's the team who's probably going to spend in January as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Newcastle... I think the highest Newcastle could get would be, like, sixth, which would be catching... United. It'll be United or Liverpool. I think Chelsea will finish, like, fifth. Yeah, I, I feel no, pretty I confident be being Europa. Fifth. We have yeah. uh, the squad depth to do it, um, which I think is the biggest problem with Liverpool and arguably United too is I just don't think they're as deep as we are. But uh, yeah, I think Liverpool's depth issues are their midfield. I think they're deep elsewhere enough to cover okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at right back for the way they play, but um, of the big six, I think I don't know. I don't feel like a far stretch say Liverpool have the worst midfield, especially if Thiago's out. But um, if Thiago's out, definitely I'd say they probably have the worst midfield. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would, <laughs> Chelsea like, is really close to being that bad. I think our defense is infinitely better as far as talent than theirs is. Um, but I, Liverpool's I, going for Bellingham, right? So Chelsea's going to go for Rice? Uh, the rumor is Chelsea wants to get Bellingham. I think he's going to end up at Liverpool. Oh, are they going to switch? Because the rumor, it always felt like it was going to be Bellingham at Liverpool, Rice at Chelsea. 
Is it maybe going to... I think we'll get one of them. I think that's a priority. Probably not in January, but next summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Well, yeah. January, you wouldn't be able to get rice anyway. Yeah. West Ham's not letting... West Ham has said they're not letting them go this yeah. season. Yeah, so next so. summer, we'll for sure... There will be... We are going to probably make some sort of 100 mil plus bid for uh, a premium midfielder. Who that is, I don't know. Um, it's it's going to be one of those two. Prob- probably, yeah. I If I was Chelsea, I would prioritize rice, I think, over Bellingham of the two. I, I just... I don't know. I just feel like that would help y'all more. I, I I think both would help you, but I personally just feel like I would be like if you got Bellingham, I'd be like, okay, who's gonna play in that Rice role for y'all? Yeah, you know. I mean the 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 secret not not to turn this into a Chelsea podcast, but the secret is the kind of, or kind of like uh, what's the word the um, not so secret secret is we actually probably need more than one midfielder. <laughs> um, just the way everything looks, and rumors are Jorginho turned down a contract extension because he wants more than he's currently getting paid, which, uh, to be honest, Chelsea should not pay him more than he's currently getting paid. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then uh, the other th- – I mean, Conte's out of contract, and he's now officially out for four months. So I – I know, I know Bully's got money, but it's like, can you really drop $200 million on two players? You know, and that's yeah. kind of the that that's kind of the the hold up to it. Like, because I agree with you. Like, Chelsea need to fix their midfield if they want to get back to being Chelsea. Like, Chelsea is a club that like they're not a top four as a trophy club, right? Like, they're a yes, you want to get top four, but you also want to push for a trophy. Oh yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that makes sense. No, so, I, I agree. So, I agree. And and the way Chelsea is right now, they're a good team, but you're not going to look at Chelsea and expect them to win something. At least I wouldn't. Pick no, I I, I wouldn't year. either. Um, um, I mean, I think again, our I think our defense is actually really deep. I think we're pretty good back there, and I feel fine about that. Although I guess we're in for another center back. Um, and then the rumor is we already have the Nkuku deal locked in, so that's another attacker coming. I don't know actually what the deal is with that. I think it's probably going to be it was a com- the summer. I, I think it, what it's going to be, it's going to be the same that happened with Pulisic, where it was a January deal that was completed with an immediate loan back. Is what I'm guessing it's going to be. So we buy him in January. He just stays at Leipzig through the end of the year, and then he comes over in the summer. So that's what I'm guessing is going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, we need at least one premium midfielder and then also, I would say, a solid secondary uh, midfielder as well. But we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So, I mean, I know people get annoyed of fans of other clubs when you just kind of talk about the big six. But I mean, from a fantasy perspective, they're the most interesting aside from, I think Newcastle is still a very interesting fantasy perspective. Um, But outside of that, like individual players, but I wouldn't say there's a team that's really worth. And and I don't think United's worth from a fantasy perspective. I don't think Chelsea's worth worth it right now, but they, they're modern. Anthony is, I will say Anthony is a lot of fun to watch. He's an interesting player. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm trying to remember the last time United had a player who was probably as, I don't know if creative is the right word, but just like offer something different. Um, but he, I mean, he looks like a, a good signing so far, which I, I knew very little about him before he came over, but um, kudos to United for that one. Uh, maybe 
he's like a future kind of asset, but I agree with you. I just think right now both United and for the most part Chelsea assets, again, unless you want to try it with Mount, which go for it. <laughs> I think it's fine, but I think you can probably get better value at that price. Um, yeah. I think you know, my issue with Mount is there's two players in the top four who I think are at right around that price that are much better assets. Sokka and Foden. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think that's the issue with I Mount. 100% agree with that. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but you can go for Mount. Like, if you have a situation where you have, like, Cancelo, Holland, and KDB, for example, and you have three city and you can't get Foden, and you want to go ahead and get, you know, your team structure allows you to get Mount, as well, I think that's fair, but yeah. I think you should prioritize Saka or Foden as your third Arsenal or City player yeah. over getting Mount. And, sure. and to be honest, I, I have trouble at this point seeing no any reason to not have Foden. I at least could understand with Saka because Arsenal assets are just so undervalued, except probably him. He's probably the most properly valued player on that team. Um, so if you're just thinking from like a you know, cost perspective, he's probably the least cost-effective player. But I still think he's so good that it's worth it. Um, but I also, it's kind of similar to what you were saying, though. If you have Jesus, Martinelli, and then one of the Arsenal defenders, you know, going for someone like Mount, it's not a bad idea. But Yeah, because most teams have the flexibility now because big at the back died. Yeah. Especially with Liverpool being bad. Because that I mean eliminate Trent and Robbo right there, um, and then Reese being hurt. I mean, yeah, big at the back yeah. is truly dead now. Yeah, all the I before. mean, the defenders getting hurt has killed it between yeah, like Reese, TAA, um, and then also all the city defenders that got hurt really yeah. killed so it. So team structure probably allows you to have Holland, you know, Jesus, Martinelli, Arsenal defender Mount you know, Foden or even Mount KDB if you went really light at the back. So um, that kind of lends us into the next thing we wanted to talk about, which was a big four asset to sell and a big four asset to buy if you have them. Mm-hmm. So I'll give my first. I, my, I'm going to start with my sell. And my sell is going to be a tough one because I think he's actually, I think he's a great pick. And it's, if you have him, like, just listen to my argument for selling him. Kevin De Bruyne. Ooh. And that's my a hot argument, take right there. I like this. I know. I like my that. My <laughs> argument for why you sell him is not because he's a bad asset. He's a great asset. I still think he's a great asset. But you can have a guy who is, in my opinion, just as great of an asset for $4 million less in Phil Foden. And that's why I think for $4 million price difference... You, you don't even need Foden to score more than De Bruyne. You just need him to get close to KDB. And honestly, KDB's not really a goal threat this season. He's much more of an assist threat, whereas Foden get a, gets goals. You know? So I, I think my sell would be KDB because I don't think peop, a lot of people are going to have Sun anymore. Like, I think it's too hard to sell Kane right now when he's just consistently scoring. You're obviously not going to get rid of Holland. Yeah. And I don't think you want to get rid of the Arsenal guys with their run coming up. So I, I think it's getting rid of KDB all, and the only condition is you're replacing him with Foden. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that's my buy as well. I think for me, it's between Foden and Saka, which are the top four you'd want. Um, and right now, I'd, I'd lean Foden because I think Man City have it in them where they could win any game 5 nothing. Whereas I don't think Arsenal have that where they could win any game. I mean, they, they were lucky to beat Leeds. Because mm-hmm. um, Leeds actually dominated them the second half, I thought. Um, and, and really, Arsenal's only goal was a great shot by Saka. It wasn't like it was a well-worked goal or anything. So... Um, that would be my my pick. Would be KDB out for Foden. Man, that's uh the KDB one. I like that. Um, so I, I, I just think it's about roster management. No, I I agree, and, and like I think the, the this season's just so interesting because in some ways, you know, the complaints been it's very template, but it's also as far as what's out there isn't because so many assets are underpriced right now that you can be really flexible. I think people are, are kind of fixated on the template part just because there's a handful of assets that are consistently returning. And if you have didn't have them within the first like three weeks, just playing catch-ups been near impossible. Um, but as far as like the options in that like seven to like nine million area, especially in the midfield, it, it's just, I, I think it's, um, there's, an, there's an abundance of opportunity there. I'll say it like that. Um, yeah. Who is so? Who is your if you have them like one to sell from the yeah. top four? So and and we'll I assume we're talking about current top four. Yes, current top is, four, current top four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Current top four. Um, so which is what City or uh, Arsenal, City, Tottenham, and Chelsea? Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Um, for sell, I don't know if this is a hot take, uh, but I'd actually put Jesus Gabriel Jesus as a sell. Um, I like Arsenal's run. I like Jesus's price. I think my thing is I would almost assuredly rather have three other Arsenal players than him. I'd rather have Martinelli just because I think, again, value-wise, his price is just insane. Like, I just think, I think he's the most undervalued asset right now. I think the fact that he's still under seven is absurd. Um, and he's a consistent start. I think, again, I think I'd probably have Sokka over him right now. I think Sokka just gets in more dangerous spots, and he's also Sokka's on PKs. And then, honestly, I'd probably take an Arsenal defender over Jesus just because of the price of the Arsenal defenders is also, I think, undervalued. And, um, you know, all we hear about is Arsenal rotation with defenders incoming and someone's about to get benched. I've yet to see it, and they're just, I think, fairly valued, or not fairly valued, undervalued, but fairly valued as far as what they bring to the table. Yeah, um, I, I, I gotta be honest. Like when I watch Arsenal games, though, like they're not, they don't feel defensively dominant. Oh, I don't disagree sense. with that at all. I like, I, I, I don't look at them and think like. Oh yeah, they're gonna keep. Like, I don't look at them as a team that could keep twenty cleans. For example. No, and I, I agree. But to be honest, I think the only team that does that right now is City. Yeah, no, I, I maybe top, well. maybe Tottenham, maybe. Yeah, defensively, I think we're. I think we're the second best team defensively. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, agree. I know XGA may not back that up right now, but but I think overall, like, I I, I really think we're the second best team defensively. But no, yeah, that's, I, I that's fair. I just would rather have Arsenal attack than defense because I think. Arsenal are not a complete team yet. 
Like I think they're they're pretty good going forward, but I think defensively they're still a little their yeah. their defensive work is not good enough for them to win the league. I know people are getting hyped. It's way too early. This is where I remind people that Tottenham with Mourinho were first in December and finished seventh. Yeah. Like like yeah. It, it's it means nothing being first. I think right I think the other thing I will say though about the defense is their next four is Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Chelsea and Wolves. Yeah, the fixtures, I mean, I think if you if you go a defender, that's definitely yeah, fair. And, and then at that, after that, you have wild card. So, um, again, I just think, especially if we're talking about Ben White's still 4.5 right now. Yeah, I think he's the pick. I would go Ben White over Saliba. I oh, I'd, I'd agree with like, that, actually. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think I would rather have any three of Ben White, Martinelli, and Saka over Jesus right now. Um, just my personal opinion. Um so yeah, that that would be myself. You have them again. I don't think it's bad to have them. It's just like I think as far as a high, a potentially higher owned asset, he'd be worth a sell. I think his ownership is still at like sixty percent right now. Well, and I also think if you have Saka and Martinelli, maybe Odegaard to Jesus, but for the most part, you're going to be involved in every goal. Yes, agreed. If you have both of them, so maybe on like a corner. You could get like a flick on, and then somebody puts it in that wouldn't involve one of those two. Or like I said, Odegaard could create a goal for Jesus. But for the most part, if you have Saka and Martinelli, you're going to be involved in every goal for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. All right. Um, I guess kind of next is. Whoa, whoa, I didn't get to do my buy. What? Oh, my fault. My fault. Let's use yeah. your buy. So my buy is, and this is a real hot take. Have you heard of Erling Holland? Oh my god. Let me. Let, uh, I'm, just I'm kidding. Muted. I'm <laughs> Okay, I'll, I I had to get that one out. I've, I've been saving that one up. No, um, so my buy, uh, honestly, and I, you know, this is not me sucking up to you. I don't know if this is like hot takey. I'd actually pick Sun. I think just with the differential, the different, the combination potential. of differential, his price point compared to, I mean, at that price point, at that position, what he's compared to KDB and Mo. And he costs the least out of them. And I think the fixtures, for the most part, support it. Um, so, I, I, it's a little risky. But, again, I think as far as high or low risk, high reward punts at a premium price, I think he's probably the best. I mean, you could argue Moe's the best right now, but I, I don't think – I still don't count him as a differential. But Yeah, the fact that he's – like, well, I guess he isn't... No, he's still the most expensive player, right? Yes, he still is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just funny when Holland's in the game. Yeah. But they, they woefully underpriced. Yeah, well, that, but we all knew be a, that. There's going to be a mass correction that. next year on that one. Yeah, Holland should absolutely be the most expensive. But, I mean, so this is where my bias as a Tottenham fan actually gets in the way, is I just look at our games, and with how many fixtures we have, and now that Richarlison's out, and I just look at the fact that Sun's going to be playing every game, which sounds great initially, but I we don't create we very we, we do sometimes have games where we create chance a good amount of chances, but I think there's a lot of pressure on Kane and Sun to you know, be world-class finishers and so take what limited opportunities you have. And Conte's also very comfortable winning one nothing. Mhm like very comfortable doing that that he would take i mean everybody would take 38 one nothings but like he truly 
is has no issue winning one nothing. Um, and so I think with Sun, you're going to see less explosiveness, especially while Kulusevsky's out. I think the only risk of going Sun now is Kulu being out. Mm-hmm. Now, Kulu could be back here any week. Um, so if Kulusevsky comes back, then yeah. Sun is a lot better when Kulusevsky's out. Oh, your whole team I don't is th- better without when oh, Kulusevsky. I mean, so much it's better. just a, it's like a stark difference. Well, and I just, with Richarlison, he cannot play where Kulusevsky is. And that's not a knock on Richarlison. That's just not his skill set. Tottenham has nobody in the team that's like Kulusevsky. Kane is a great like distributor of the ball, but it's from the middle, right? It's not so much from out wide like Kulusevsky is. Um, but it, it's, it's... Sun is a good pick if Kulu comes back. I agree with that. I think I think Sun is a... And it's also a very short-term punt. Right, you're not going to lose yep. your season in these three four weeks if you punt on him and it doesn't pan out. Especially if you have money where you say, "Well, okay, this is definitely not Mo's going off. I need to go to Mo and just salvage this sinking ship for a little bit." Mm-hmm. Um, but we saw last year when Sun gets hot, he's the best asset in the game because he's always underpriced because he has periods of being very hot and being very cold. Yeah, and he's been very very cold for a while. So, yeah, that's like I will say he was okay. he was great against Frankfurt in the Champions League, and he was he looked very good against Everton as well. I thought so. I, I he finally strung a couple good games in a row together. I know against Everton he didn't score, but he uh, he had the assist. Um, or no, he didn't have an assist, but he he was very lively. I thought and he was getting into good positions mm-hmm. against Everton and and Frankfurt. He was our best player. I thought so. Um, I mean, I would love Son to return to form. I took a punt on him this week to see if he would do that. So, mm-hmm. cool. um, so there's one team we didn't talk about because they're not in the top four right now, <laughs> uh, and that's Liverpool. So Liverpool have great fixtures coming up, um, and Liverpool teams of the past, you'd be no hesitation to say three Liverpool, right, for this final stretch. Yeah. But I think you got people going with one Liverpool in Mo. If they have them, maybe getting Darwin. Um, but I, I don't see a lot of people going with two Liverpool, so or more. So what for this fixture run, which is very favorable, and has them playing in order: Forest away, joke. Leeds at home. Tottenham away. That one, that one would be tough. I, don't, I, I would expect them to get one, maybe two. But, like, they're, I don't think they're going to, you know, blow Tottenham out yeah. or anything like that. But then Southampton at home. I mean, three of those four are two, at least two goals. Yeah, multi-goal games for sure. Yeah. Um, and Tottenham could easily be a multi-goal game too, mm-hmm. right? But three of the four, you would definitely feel good about it. So what is the correct number of Liverpool assets to mow? To, to mow? <laughs> to own? Um, is, do you think Darwin is a good punt? Is it something where just get Mo in your team and, and hope he's involved? Or is there a rogue Liverpool pick? I mean, I, I think we can clear out defensive. Yeah, I, uh, defense is so funny with them because they're, I mean, obviously their high, highest potential asset is Trent. But to be honest, I think the only shot that team keeps it clean is when he doesn't play. 
Like, and I, I that I, I know that's overrating. It just goes into me. They didn't they keep like hater. twenty cleans last year, Sam. Okay, let's be honest. That that has nothing to do with him, and has everything to do okay, with but, his center but back. He played all the time, and they got guy. They got twenty cleans, so it's not like they can't Again, clean. Also, him. that had to do with the midfield holding. Yeah, I know. As you the know what? James bandwagon, you you are looking for every opportunity to rip apart Trent. No, they can keep nothing clean. to do with Reese. It has everything to do with. I've been saying for years that Trent doesn't play defense. They, and everybody's they kept, come at they me kept for it. Clean everybody's come at me for it, and now this is the year where people realize it. You know what? I'm just saying. I've been on this. I've been shorting Trent stock since like 2018. So I actually think the most damning player for Liverpool this year, more than anybody else, is Van Dyke. And it's not even that he's been awful. He's been average. Oh, I agree and with that that's, too. That's been devastating for them. Is how average he's been. No, I, I, they I need do him agree with to that. Be and I think it's honestly like Van Dyke's reputation has taken a little bit of a hit in the sense of like I think people were hyping him up as like this like one of the best defenders ever. But if you're one of the best defenders ever, you don't have like a three year window, especially as a defender. You have, you know, a five to seven year window. Yeah. You no, know? And, and there's no that. doubt he's been like I said, he hasn't been bad, but he's been average. Yeah. And I mean, playing center backs hard. That's why I, oh God, I'm about to mention Chelsea again, but. I mean, like Loki. I, I think I really check, think this check is check off, check off your bingo. Yeah, but but no, there. seriously, I think what Thiago Silva is doing is actually kind of crazy that he's playing at this high level. He's been doing it for so long, and I mean, I, he's been Chelsea's best defender this season. Is he still play for Brazil or did he retire? Yeah, he still plays. He still plays. He's gonna yeah, be at the World nuts. Cup. I have no, I I think he will be starting at the World Cup. I say that without having seen any Brazil lineup, so I could be just oh, running. If I, if I do Fantasy World Cup, I'm definitely getting Brazil defense. I, can, I could be running joke. right now. That but, group is a joke yeah. for Brazil. But I'm pretty sure the starting center backs are him and um, – is it Marquinhos who plays for PSG? I think. I think um, so. I, I think those two are the starting – but, I, again, I think with – I mean, I thought Van Dyke for that, like, three-year stretch, that's some of the best center back play I've seen, and he would do stuff as a center back – that as far as his positioning, his physical traits, and just what he brought, um, was best center back in the world. Now, yeah, we get to in history or like one of the best in history, and it's like as a center back, you got to be doing that for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, like Sergio Ramos was, right? Where oh Sergio Ramos God. was. Yeah. I, I, he's a despicable player. No, I, like, I agree he's... with you. I agree with you. Yeah. It's annoying, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think. So I guess for you, yeah. how many how many assets is it again? That two you would most say for Liverpool. It's two most. Um, I think Mo. I think Mo. Mo's in that weird place where I think it's like if you have him, keep him. If you don't, don't buy him. I, I don't think, unless you literally have nothing else going for you, and you probably, as we've talked about, have triple city with KDB. Then I think a Mo transfer makes sense. Um, and you also, I should say, have no other fires in your team. But I, I think Mo's, for the most part, a, a hold. And then I think Nunez, if you own no Liverpool, and especially, like, for example, this week, if you had Jesus, I think Nunez makes a ton of sense. He, while I think his decision-making is horrendous at times, he looks like the most dangerous player when he's out there. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, when he's played, I feel like he's been the guy who's been way more dangerous than Mo. Oh, 100%. Like, Mo, Mo has obviously the track record, and we know Mo's a great player. Yeah. But, like, 
it, it's Darwin just feels like he's about to pop off, right? Like he's he's about to just have a game where he explodes. Yeah. And when you have Forrest leads, and uh, who's the last one? It's Forrest leads and Southampton. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like you can pop off in all three of those games, mm-hmm. right? Although I will say Leeds are weak defensively, but Leeds have been like they've had a lot of fight this year. Leeds I'll are, also say Leeds are I... probably Leeds are probably the best bad team. Yeah, and the Leeds all also... Simmons good bad team thing. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, Leeds yeah. this year. And I'll also say I think Leeds is a bad matchup because Leeds presses and Liverpool's midfielders have not been the best. Now that with Thiago in, it's infinitely better. Um, but. I think that'll be tough. At the same time, I think Leeds leaves way too many gaps open, and Liverpool's the type of team that takes advantage of it. Um, but anyway, back to your do, point. Yeah, I think Nunez is a good buy if you can afford it. You had a player like Jesus who wasn't going to play, and you needed a transfer, um, and you're looking to play a little bit of catch-up. Yeah, which is 100% my thinking. I was like, I can get Mo, but I just... like At this point, what's losing more rank for me in my position but I can gain a lot more by having Darwin in there. Yeah, and I'll also say I have a hard time seeing Mo. Even if Mo outscores Darwin, it's not going to be by much. So you're not going to lose rank, but I think you have to put. It's kind of similar to the Sun thing, where it's high reward, low risk. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and like this week, I did Jesus to Darwin, so there's literally no risk in that move. Exactly. Yeah. Like unless Darwin headbutts another guy, oh, I God. guess that could happen. But yeah. I, I'd like to think he would learn from that and not do that again. But yeah, I, I agree. I think I think going Darwin and Mo is a bit much. Now, if Darwin hit gets like a hat trick this week, and like Liverpool get like five goals, Mo gets a goal and a couple assists, Darwin gets a hat trick, then you can look at it and be like, okay, maybe maybe we want to load up on them. But yeah. they also their Champions League situation. They need so I think they play Ajax next, but it's at Ajax. I believe. Mm-hmm. Now, all they need is a draw, but if they don't draw that game and Ajax wins, then they play Napoli the last week. Basically, basically Liverpool need one point. They need a draw in their last two. If they get it this week, then their last game they're not, because I don't tossing. think they can catch Napoli. Yeah, um, they're going to throw it. So, but, so that's something to consider as well. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if, if he's going to rest... Now, Mo doesn't go to the World Cup, so Klopp might be like, you know, Mo is a fitness freak and I'm going to run him into the ground as Klopp does his horses. But, um, so I don't think Mo's the rotation risk, but Darwin could be, but who are they going to play if they don't play Darwin? That's the problem is even if he rotates, he's going to play and he's going to probably play a significant amount of minutes. So I'd still say like, if you're counting all of his games, I'd put like his expected minutes at like between 60 and 70. You'd feel good if he starts three out of the last five, including this week. Which I'm guessing and is going to happen. Because he'll, and then he would probably sub on him. And honestly, against City, he subbed on and could have had a triple return. Dude, I know. It, you know, like. Oh my God, I was about to lose it when he had the pass open to Mo, and he just like, it was there. I mean, and the worst part was it wasn't even like a like a half second that pass was there. It was open for like three seconds, and he just refused to make it. I thought Mo was going to kill him, but. Um, yeah. Again, he looks – even despite the decision-making, he looks dangerous. Yeah. So – I and I look at it as I'm going to punt on him during this time, and if he doesn't produce anything, then he's the first player out on the wild card. And he's easy to get rid of. It's, yeah. It's Just downgrade gonna... him to Jesus. Okay. 
yeah. move on. You know, yeah, Jesus will price rise and I'll lose some team value, but that that's okay. That's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, so we already kind of mentioned our teams. So we got transfers, moves, captains for this upcoming week. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't even thought about captain for next week. Let me um, look at the schedule. What are we? We're, we're going to be in game week 13? Yeah. Oh, so it's got. Oh man. Well, it's got to be for you, Mo. Yeah, it's got to be Mo. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm I'm capping Darwin. Yeah, that for, I think you Again, have to cap the Darwin. Forest, I mean, if you can target Forest, you have to. Oh my like, god. My god, they're it's the, the team I mean, is you so go, bad. <laughs> Arsenal have Southampton away. I think if that was our Southampton at home, that would be a definite captain. Um, like a good captain shout for Arsenal, mm-hmm. but Southampton away, you know. That's not anything to, but I'm looking at the rest of these games. I mean, City has home, so obviously Holland. Mm-hmm. Holland on a full week rest. Ooh, maybe it's Holland. Are we being over cute with it? Holland's going to be on a full <sighs> Dude, week rest. It, it prob- I've, I've enjoyed this week where there was an actual decision to be made about who to captain. Like, Yeah, but like again, uh, Brighton do have a very good defense, but also like Holland full week rest. <sighs> We're gonna have to think about it. Like it's gonna be Holland or Mo for you, or Holland oh yeah, hundred percent. Like because the other thing too is if you don't captain Holland, then you need him to blank because any of his points just kill you. Yeah. Well, or I, like, I I need Mo to outscore him pretty much. Yeah, I mean from a game management perspective, I will say Holland is the better pick for you at, at your rank. Yeah, it's just maintain at this point, and Mo is a differential enough where if he scores. And I guess I'll have to see. I I, I don't know. You I'd gotta, be curious to you see gotta if feel there's good a about capping against Forrest, though. If there's a stat that shows how many managers own both Holland and Mo right now, I would be I curious can, to see. I it. think you can find that. I'm gonna have to look on, into like, that because I think you can. again, Mo has high EO this week. But if it's just gonna go back, if it's just a situation where managers were going Holland to him and are gonna go back, then yeah, I just I I think if. There's no way you get rid of Mo before at Forest, though. Is the only thing, you can't. But but see, this is my point though. But if people so if people brought him in instead of Holland and they're waiting to go back to Holland, then I think that informs the decision a little bit. What I'm just trying to figure out is how many people are actually in my position where they own both of those players and they're going to own both of them next week. Yeah. Well, I assume you're going to own them till the World Cup. I uh, yeah. I'm hundred. I'm. I mean, I I don't see a situation where I drop any of. Mo Kane or Holland. They're just, yeah. I, mean, I, I think the only reason you drop Kane is if he gets injured, and Mo and Mo and Holland don't go to the World Cup. Yeah. So, I mean, is I think those are going to be two of the default picks for wild card unless Mo looks terrible these next few weeks. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Captain's interesting. We're gonna have to talk a lot in the text about yeah, that. I mean, it's I mean be interesting decisions because, I mean, Holland at home. I kind of feel like it's got to be Holland. Now that I think about it, Holland at home, like, but it's Forest, and Forest are the worst team in the league, and, so. and they look it too. They just look so bad. And I mean, and also, I, well, I don't even. I was gonna say Nico can't play for them. Um, yeah. I think in my position, I'm probably gonna cap Holland over Darwin. But if I had Mo, it would be much more of a decision, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I'll need to see when do. And I think for me, it's because Darwin's enough of a differential that even if I don't cap him, I'm going to gain if he hauls. Yeah. Right? So, like, but if I don't cap Holland, now all of a sudden, any Holland points kill me. Yeah, I'm curious what the models say who's outscoring. Yeah, I would assume the models would favor 
uh, Liverpool. It's actually pretty because close. Defense, it's pretty close. FPL review. I guess because it is City at home. Yeah, FPL so. review has Mo is just a point one favorite over Holland. What do the odds model say? Odds model has Mo is a point four favorite. Um, so uh, it's yeah, gonna I, be. I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about. You that gotta one. go with your gut and yeah. see. But I I think game management wise for you in your position it's probably holland yeah no i agree the smart i think the safe decision is holland yeah and i and i think for you like you kind of mentioned earlier you didn't make a transfer this week because you didn't want to be risky because you didn't need to be yeah and so i think you pick your captain in that regard too there's Mm -hmm. no reason for you to be risky in going mo even if you want to now with that said if liverpool look fantastic tomorrow right and beat west ham down and then you know they got Forrest coming up, then you're like, the only thing I would remind you is that Liverpool need a point. They can lock up qualification in their Champions League game next week. And if there was a game where Mo could not start and come off the bench and they'd probably be okay, it would be against Forrest. Yeah. Well, I don't even think that. I think the situation more would be, does Mo get pulled early? Yeah, that's true. That's, I think, the more likely situation is Mo plays like, 50, 55 Whereas minutes. Whereas City are all but through, I think, in their Champions League group. Yeah. I think if they win, they're into. If they win one of their last two, they're they're first. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I I've, I think for you, it's it's Holland. Yeah. And I'll probably I'll probably pick Holland too, unless Darwin looks fantastic. It's gonna be Holland, probably. Yeah. I, I say you don't sound now. excited about. There's gonna be the, the, no no no. You, you know you're getting the text <laughs> on Friday, being like, "Hey guys, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, Mozio." Twenty-five yeah. <laughs> percent. You'll be like, tell me, tell me why I should. Tell me why I shouldn't do it. And I'm just gonna be like, because Holland's gonna be like hundred and sixty percent. And I'm gonna, you're gonna, yeah, I'm gonna look like up some random stats. Man City coming off a blank, <laughs> not perform well. Brighton's xG against. Also, it. City just lost against Liverpool, and you know Pep's just gonna be like furious, like grinding them all week, and they're probably gonna come out and just spank Brighton. Yeah. Also, when was a lot like Holland not scoring a goal? Like, how? What's the likelihood that happens two game weeks in a row? <laughs> like, Especially with, with this being a home game. Yeah, and they have a week off. Like when everybody yeah, else doesn't. I, oh, but yeah. Yeah, I. I like, remind me of this conversation when on, again <laughs> when on Friday I'm texting the homies and I'm like, guys, 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 differential without it being a differential. If you have Mo's differential, why would you not captain him? Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee yeah. you that will be. A text that goes out at some point. <laughs> um, so what? Uh, now that we've talked like captain. What are uh, transfers? Are you thinking? Yeah, so I'm looking at it right now. Um, I've got two transfers in the bank, and then I have point two available. Um, so I, I think there's a couple options here. Uh, the one that arguably makes the most sense is to gosh actually I don't know this is a tough one actually so I could downgrade Mitrovic and then upgrade either and go double city defense potentially um gosh now that I'm looking at it, it's actually kind of a tough decision because with just how much money I have in the bank, it's downgrading Mitro doesn't get me enough to upgrade one of my bench fodder midfielders. So I do have the option of doing that and upgrading Zaha. 
but Palace has pretty good fixtures. Uh, again, it's like, do, do I care about that versus getting like a Foden or a Saka? Yeah, because I mean, you're not gonna. Your other options for downgrading are Mo, Kane, Holland, which you're not gonna. Downgrade I'm not gonna them. do. Yeah, that makes no sense. Trippier, which doesn't make sense. Although, what are yeah? Because Newcastle, I think that of their next. Yeah, they have Everton at home, Spurs away, Villa at home, Southampton away, Chelsea at home. Which Chelsea at home, I don't think is an awful clean sheet yeah. fixture. Yeah, I mean, the I don't other, think it's great, but it's yeah. not awful. I guess the other option is I. <sighs> Let me see if I do. If there's a potential I could downgrade Mitrovic this week, or downgrade Dunk this upcoming week, which actually would probably make sense because they play City. If I downgraded Dunk to a 4.0 with the intention of just rolling out Gahey, Cancelo, and Trippier every week, and then the week after could probably do a Mitro downgrade and then like a Bailey upgrade to. A Sokka or a Foden. I would need to mess with the math a little yeah. bit. Would you go with... But then the problem is then I think you'd have to go 4-5-1. Or no, sorry. Yeah, I'd go with two, 3. You have Kane and Holland. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like 3-4-3 th- yeah. three, three, four, three, or 4-3-3. Four, three, three. It'd be a 3-4-3 three, three, or a 3-5-2. Oh, no, not a 3 because you have two strikers. Yeah, you'd have Kane and Holland. So yeah, 3-5-2 or 4-4-2. Four, four, Man, 4-4-2. Four, four, what year is it? Talking about a 4-4-2. Yeah, four, four, I know. Two. Um, um, and the four four two would depend on who replaced Dunk, honestly. So I'll, I'll have to mess around with it a bit. I, I still think this week's going to be a single transfer because I don't think, again, unless I upgrade upgrade Zaha straight off, which who does Palace have? Palace has Everton. Uh, I so, mean, I mean, I, I guess your lineup for next week is what? Cancelo, Trippier, Gahey, uh back three all five of your midfielders and then Kane or all four of your midfielders and then Kane, Metro Holland. Let me mess around with this real quick. Cause I would assume your midfield, you'd put Andreas, Mo, Zaha, Martinelli. So right and now it, it looks it like it would be, Cancelo. actually I would, I would probably start Ward actually over Pope here. Um, it'd probably be Ward, Trippier, Gahey. And then honestly, I think Emerson, Oh, wait. No, not Emerson. Sorry, I had Cancelo. Yeah, Cancelo. And then Andreas, Mo, Zaha, Martinelli, Holland, Kane, Mitrovic right now. Yeah, 3-4-3. Three, three. Which isn't bad, actually. So maybe, yeah, no, I think that... maybe just make the make the dunk change, probably. Yeah, and... you're not going to play dunk the next two weeks, and it sets up a move. Like, the only thing, because you don't, I don't think with Zaha yet, you can get... You can get Sokka, right? But you can't get Foden. If I downgrade Dunk... Dunk to a 4-0 and then Zaha. Uh, it would be... Dunk to a 4-0, I get 0. 0.6, 0. 0.8. I could have... I think I can exactly afford Foden right now if I did that. Oh, you can exactly afford Foden. Yeah. I mean, if you'd rather have Foden or Zaha, you'd rather have Foden. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so, and if you're not going to play Dunk the next two anyway... Like, I guess it's just like looking who's. I gotta look at who the city Arsenal fixtures. I mean, they're so good, man. Yeah, they're they're both they're, <laughs> they're both good. So good. They're both they're both good, and it's just like, would I rather have Saka or would I rather have Saka or Foden? And then does it matter when I get them? And like, is it worth it to keep Zaha and then try and upgrade? It, it's just I got I gotta look at some of the different costs because I what I go point eight. I don't know who I would get it for. It'd probably be bench fodder. Like, 
I mean, Solanke is an option, although even he's a little priced. Honestly, um, Eduard today wasn't bad. And at 5.3 with Palace, you I mean, get, then I'm triple, I'm triple Palace at that point. But, you get uh, Broja. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, that is not happening. Oh, get uh, you could get Blano from Wolves. You go Blano. He's 3-9. Started today. Six points. At forward? He's a defender. Oh, the defender. So you, defender. Oh, you yeah. could get him. I think I then... read something that he's... I mean, I, I guess it doesn't matter if he's the end of your bench. But um, he's not going to play soon. But I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look at it. I, I'm going to have to do some math, figure it yeah. out. I, again, I'm one of my big things so, right now Solanke's is flexibility. Solanke's not bad. Yeah, Solanke's not bad if you want to downgrade Mitrovic. Yeah. What about uh, Emblemo? Dude, I've got the so much PTSD from that. Dude. I know. The options are not good, man. You could do Daka from Leicester. So I think if I'm going to do that, I would just rather do Edward from Palace. I know it's triple Palace, but he's probably not starting. Yeah, I, I I, don't know. Like, I don't think you need to get rid of Mitrovic. Like, I, I really think, like, a good move for you is bench fodder, like, and just upgrade Zaha. Fodder, and then Zaha to Foden. And then, yeah, that sucks that you don't have Foden and Saka, but, like, you don't have Foden and Saka so that you can have Mo, Kane, and Holland. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, you, you can so only, it's... I can't, you can only get so greedy, you know? Yeah. So. For sure. But what about you? What about you? Obviously, mine's going to take some time to figure out, but. Yeah, you got to figure out that, and you got to figure out Captain. You got, you got some decisions. <sighs> I know. This is what, I'm telling you, man, this was my year last year, man. Like, it is not, when you're doing well, it is honestly, like. It's almost more pressure. <laughs> oh, it's so like I had I would spend like hours, dude, hours, especially later in the season. Like it's bad now, but like mm-hmm. when you're in like late in the season and stuff. Yeah. Um, so my I pretty much have my two moves locked in. I'm just waiting to see if anybody gets hurt before I do them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there'll be Sun to Foden, Madison to uh, Saka for a minus four. Um, I don't mind that minus four at all because. I don't mind doing dude. minus four for the fixtures, fixtures make and also it up. attacking players. The fixtures um, make up for that easily. Yep. And then that gives me 5.2 in the bank. So oh, I think wow. the next week I would do Kukurea to Cancelo. Um, most likely. Um, and I might yeah. even do... Like, I, don't like taking, I don't like taking hits for defenders. Like I would rather have an Arsenal defender over like Parisage, but to me taking a hit for a defender makes no sense. Like, because you're automatically, if they get a clean, you're just breaking even at that point. Yeah, so there's no real, there's no real high upside for it. Like, no, at worst you're breaking even. Unless an attacker. Yeah, at worst like, you're breaking. I mean, uh, th- yeah, unless literally, there's like probably Reese James, Cancelo. Trent when he's Trent yeah. Cancelo, like those are probably the only three. Those are the only guys that can make a hit. Worth yeah. It. So. But yeah, it'll probably be like I said. That'll set up me, and really, I could do Emerson. Honestly, what I might do is I might just because of the wild card coming up, I might just do Emerson to Cancelo. Mm. And Kugurea could be a bench guy. You know, it's a, like it's a nice bench. I mean, it's a lot of money on the bench, but it's a nice option. Yeah, and I mean, I could do like if I did Kugurea to Cancelo, that would still give me like that would still give me two point nine million mm-hmm. in the bank. So I could do Darwin to Kane if Darwin's not panning out. Ooh. At that point. That's spicy, so, actually. And take take Kane for, what, that would be the last two weeks? 
which would be home Liverpool, home Leeds. The only thing that concerns me is Kane in that last game before the World Cup, I think, is going to move a proxy. I think he's going to walk. I don't think he's going to run a single time. So Does he move? Oh, man. I yeah, mean... like, everybody will captain Kane home leads, and I'm like, nope, not a oh, chance. Dude. That man is not risking getting injured the last game before the World Cup when England, I don't think they're good enough to win it, but in their minds, they have a shot at winning it. So. Wow. We'll but yeah, I think my moves are pretty straightforward yeah. this week. Yeah, I, you got you got. If you have the chance to bring in both Foden and Saka without too much damage to your squad, that's like the obvious. Yeah, and pick. like, could Madison and Son pop off? Absolutely, but I, I just dude, Madison is like the biggest tease. Oh, just a that, tease. Oh, that dude. yellow card for diving, <laughs> dude. Oh he's, ball, he's, dude. A, he's a complete tease. Oh he's, my god, that locked in my hit. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have taken a hit this week if Maddo doesn't get that yellow. That dude literally, he'll have like every like 15 games he pops off for one of them. Everybody thinks he's worth it, and then yeah, he I mean, he, gets I, hurt. Cred, he, I respect to him. He got me that big haul as captain. The only problem is everybody forgot about it because Holland had what five, four returns in that week. Mm-hmm. But it, it, yeah, I, I, Matto, bastard man. I mean, no, he's not at the Reese James level of bastard man. That's the ultimate fantasy bastard man. Dude, Reese, yeah, Reese the last couple of years has been, yeah, sheesh. Just everybody brings him in and then he gets hurt. Yeah, but no, I, I, I think, yeah, my moves I, I don't see, and then that gives me financial flexibility if I want to get a third premium. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like with that team. I mean, that would give me as my team. Like, so that would set up, this is like after I get Cancelo. So next week I'm just getting Foden and Sokka for this weekend, and then the week after I get Cancelo for Kukurea. Um That would give me in goal Pope and Ward. Perisic, who's probably someone I would get rid of at that point. Trippier, Cancelo, Gehi, Emerson. Foden, Zaha, Andreas, Sokka, Martinelli. Darwin, Mitrovic, Holland. Like, That's a good team. Perisic is the only one that's a problem, and that's just because of rotation. Like, dude, so. I don't, I don't, I don't understand Conte's, and I don't mean that as like a shot at Conte. I just mean as like I literally don't understand how he picks his rotations. I, dude, it's infuriating that Kane started every game. It's so infuriating, and I know Richarlison's hurt now, so he has to start now. But it's like, what did we even get Richarlison for if we're never gonna rotate him? And we're playing three four three when three four th- like we look so much better in games when we switched to three five two. This when we switched why, to three five two against Everton in the second half, we dominated. This is why teams lose patience with them after like two seasons. Cause, I mean, it's so obvious. It's painfully obvious. And like the three four three works when Kulu's in. I agree. When Kulusevski's in, we have to play three four three because you can't. You need Kulu on the field, right? But when he's not in there, it's obviously three five two. And Basuma looks so much more comfortable in a three five two as well. Like, so I, I don't know. And like when we play teams that like like Chelsea under Tuchel, now who knows what it'll be like under Potter? But Potter's also a tactical wizard. But like, it was just begging. We were getting overrun in midfield all the time. It's like, please play three five two. We have the bodies to play a three five two. Please play three five two. So I I don't know that it's. It's frustrating, but it's it's weird because Tottenham fans are really down right now, and I think it's all because of Arsenal doing well. But it's like we're perfect at home. Like I said, best start in the Premier League era ever. Still early. Points through it's ten still games. Early. I mean that 
if we kept that pace, that would be 99 points after 30 games. Yeah, you guys are four points back of Arsenal. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Or sorry, 69, 69 points after 30. Yeah, you're four points back of Arsenal, and Arsenal still has to play City twice. Yeah. I mean, we're fine. We dropped seven points all year. We're fine. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that would be that would be over a 90-point season. Like, But again, it's just because Arsenal are doing well that fans yeah. are freaking out. But again, it's 10 games into the season. So, it means nothing. But, all right. Well, that's kind of where we're at. I think our teams are in pretty good spots. Like I said, I know my rank's 3 million, but I don't feel like I have a bad team or a team that's like a dumpster fire or anything. Yeah. I just, I think every, like, punt, for the most part, aside from Matto that one week, has not panned out for me. You know, I, I put myself at a disadvantage the first couple weeks, and I've just kind of been stuck behind that. But, yeah. um, I also, I still think it's hard to really, uh, you can take stock in points for sure, but until things like um, bench boost and like triple captain and stuff really get put into play, it's hard to really gauge where people are. Um, So I, I still, I still kind of believe, I mean, look at you, how you did it the last, what, 10 weeks of the season was kind of what put you where you were, I feel like. You know, everything oh, yeah, else was... I was having a good season, but the last 10 weeks I was, exactly. I was around, I think, I think I was around like 500 K at one point. And like, I ended up top 10 K. I just flew the last yeah. several weeks. And you also used like, I think what bench boost and triple captain in that last 10 week bench period. Boost and triple captain both gave me plus 28 points last year. There you go. See, like, it's just, it's as long as you just got to keep yourself in the game at this point And the rest of it is just <clears throat> make sure you're making moves that kind of preserve you in the long term. Um, hey, I even say that for Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg's bound for a comeback. I was, I was at what four? I think I was at four million. And if you finish 500k, right? Yeah, four million halfway through the season, finish 500k. That's that's why for people playing, if they're dejected, don't panic and don't quit. There's you can keep going. You know, it, it's just stick with it and don't don't do like a minus 32. Now, if you're sitting there at three million rank in April and you're just like, screw it, I'm just going for like manager of the month or something, then fine. Right. Mm-hmm. But like lots yeah, of time just, left. Oh, yeah. Tons of time left. You're going to lose some players during the World Cup that go a month without the game and just kind of trickle off. And, you know, <laughs> And, and this this game is still a Holland injury away from just going completely wide open. That's the thing. There's there's a lot of stuff. That, I mean, there's just outside factors that are always going to impact the season eventually. And yeah, a Holland injury, another big asset injury, something, some other sort of falling out type event, um, and everything's kind of thrown into chaos. So. All right, well, we'll get out of here. It's good to get, good to get another pod in. Um, yep. We will not pod before game week thirteen. I just <laughs> think it's way not. too tight. We're, we're we don't make money off of this. We don't have like paid followers. Yeah, if you want to pay us like though, that. let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so there's no you know, this is just us in our free time doing this. So I think we'll we'll get a pod next week though. Um, probably Wednesday after the Champions League stuff. Maybe yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. Thursday, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so probably after Champions League stuff. Um, we'll get that out, and then we'll go from there. Um, so I, I 
you know, excited to hit this home stretch. And then I have decided I think I'm going to do Fantasy World Cup. And then if I don't like it, just bum it off. Because <laughs> it is a different format. So I think I'm just going to cut it. Uh, I'm, I, I'm too scared to like it. Anyway, I, I don't need another soccer obsession right now. I, the question is, you know, if I can't own an entire team of the U.S. starting 11, I won't do it. You know, it's because what's what's the point otherwise? <laughs> so. Oh gosh, I, I'm very glad I didn't make my Jedi Robinson move. By the way, that I was considering. I don't know if you remember that, but I, I sent that rogue in the group chat. Oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fulham's fixtures are so good, and then I, and then I looked at their numbers, and I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Um, actually, happy with how are the Americans uh, look at Fulham, but yeah, as a team, I, I would not test their defense. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. So, Uh-oh. all right. Well, we will get out of here. Good catching up, Sam. Hope you mm-hmm. continue to fly. May your arrows be green. Thank you. And, thank you. And uh, may Chelsea rot in hell. Wow. So. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> we ride. I'll, I'll I'll let it slide this time. But you you guys are are ahead of us right now. So enjoy it for now, because I, I I see a comeback coming. Yeah, I but, can't with Arsenal up there, but it is what it is. Oh god, I almost—I think I'd rather have uh, Ars or you guys win than Arsenal, to be honest. But anyway, we ride.